At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Imperfect Entrepreneur. How are you? This is Oliver Fernandez with The Imperfect Entrepreneur. And we've completed over $80 million worth of contracts. And we're now dealing with our first subcontractor that is not as performing on the project. So we're working with our daughter Liliana to get her potty trained. And honestly, it's been unbelievable. She's going to the bathroom on the toilet. Daddy Diapers is losing his nickname. So I'm extremely, extremely happy. It's life changing. <laughs> All right. We got our first subcontractor that's not performing on a job. And it's frustrating, you know, like oftentimes we're able to, you know, get on the phone with the subcontractor and work out a, a plan to get them back on track. But this guy, I mean, it was just, first off, he stopped like responding to our phone calls. He stopped being in communication. So it really put a hamper on things. And then we were running into the holidays. So like we had Thanksgiving and Christmas and like New Year's and all this stuff. And, and it just, you couldn't really tell if it was him not performing on the job or if it was just like holiday stuff, you know, holiday issues, you know, because everybody, you know, everybody's getting together as a team, you know, especially now with COVID you know, people are getting together as a team and then now they get COVID and then it just like all this like craziness was happening. But at the end of the day, we need to get the job done. So we're like, man, what's going on? So we reached out to him. We sent him our, our first notice to cure letter, which is a, a letter that basically draws back to the subcontract. So if you are a contractor and you're not working with subcontracts, right? If you don't have a subcontract to send to your subcontractors, you need to get one. And in that subcontract, it lays out the next steps for us as the general contractor to take to get back control over the project. Because at the end of the day, our reputation is on the line. That subcontractor's reputation on the, on the line as well. But like, we need to finish the job. We have the contract with the government. We have our bond on the government. And what is a bond? A bond is the way an insurance company will guarantee that there isn't any losses on a project for the government. Well, what is that bond tied to? Every asset of the business, every personal asset of mine. So like my house, you know, that's the house my daughter lives in. Like you're not touching that, right? And the reason why I can say you're not touching that is because I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that job goes right, right? So like that subcontract lays out all of the, the next steps for when a subcontractor does go bad. And man, this is a painful process, man. I, we've never had to go through this before. We've always been able to work it out. But, you know, this guy, you know, he's just, we did talk to him on the phone and, and they're saying, you know, I talked to their, their one of their project managers and he's basically telling us that, the old man passed away that used to own the business and who he worked for for the last 20, 30 years. He passed away and he left the business to his wife and to his son. 
His wife is in a nursing home. I guess that's grandma. She's probably trying to just survive, right? She's in a nursing home. And then the son is mismanaging the financials of the business. So it's like, this is another reason why it's so important to build a, a team and to build a, a structure so that in the event you as the business owner do pass away, you're not leaving it to someone that doesn't know what they're doing, right? If you really want to create a legacy, the owner of the business should have laid out the next steps for his son. And if his son wasn't the right person, he needed to have that right person in place so that his business that he's had for the last 30 years isn't just now totally destroyed. And like, that wasn't, it just took one generation after he left for his life's work to be destroyed, right? So this business, they mismanaged the funds. They couldn't buy any materials on the project. I mean, we were buying turnstiles for them. We were buying canopies for them. We were buying all of their posts. They were buying everything on the job we were buying for them. And the reason we were buying it for them is because we care about small businesses. You know, like I didn't know all the backstory that the guy was basically bankrupt, but like I wanted to see these guys win. Like the guy that we were working with in the field, the project manager was doing everything he said he was going to do until he didn't. Right. And then they were doing a good job up until, you know, now. Right. And then now it's like we got an issue. Right. So we were trying to help them. We were trying to help them win. We were trying to help them make money. But like you can only help people so much. Right. Even with my team members, I work with my team members every single day. But like I can't do it for you. I can only show you the path to go down to, to have the success you want in your life. But then at some time, at some point, you have to take the action to actually create the result. And if you can't take the reactions, like we got to go in different directions. So that's exactly what's happening with this subcontractor. We did everything possible to help the small business and they just fell on their head and they couldn't get out of their own way. And now we have to go in a different direction. So we sent the notice to cure, which is basically in our subcontract that says you got 24 hours to complete X. And X for us was like, you have to get these tiebacks poured and you have to get at least 200 linear feet of this three quarter inch cable run. And we sent that letter and you know, I told them in the email, if you have any questions, reach out to us directly. And we got the response directly. He said, we can't meet the schedule. This company probably could have been able to finished the project a couple years ago, but we're just not in the position to do it right now. Honestly, the project manager was he's a, a decent guy. He's like, you know, he let us know what we were missing for material so that we could finish it. He let us know what still needed to be done. And he let us know where materials were had been ordered at, you know, so that we could still go pick those up. And since there were certain things that were still, there was a longer lead time on them. So we'll still have to go pick those up. And he seemed decent enough to like, still try to help us complete the job. So, I mean, I gotta, you gotta respect the guy for that, right? Cause he could have just jammed us up and said, dude, you guys kicking me off the job, have fun, wash my hands. And then uh, you guys figure the rest out, right? But this guy, you know, is a decent guy. He's trying to help us out. And he, he gave us a little bit of direction. There was one other thing though, that really kind of irked me a little bit in that email, right? And in the bottom of the email, he's like, you know, we still owe the saw cutting guy and the core cutting guy, you know, some money. So I really want to make sure he gets paid because he's one of my really good friends. And I'm like, okay, great. And, you know, you want to get your friend paid. I, I totally understand that. If my friend did stuff for me and I was an employee at another company and 
I use my friendship to get that guy to be able to execute on work for me at that company. I'd want to get them paid too. So I, I understand that. The next thing that I was thinking about was like, you know, let's, you know, this guy is worrying about his friend, but like, he's not really worried about us in this email. So let's get on the phone with him. So I called him. He obviously didn't answer. So I called him again. He didn't answer. And I called him again. He finally answered. And when I had my superintendents on the line and we walked through everything, you know, just said, I'd let him know, hey, I respect your email. I appreciate you, you know, helping us out, making sure we, we can transition this project in the right direction. And one another thing that I wanted to talk to you about was, you know, the last thing you said in your email. And I want to make sure it's extremely clear. I don't want anybody to get hurt on this project. I'm going to call him Mr. D because I don't want to disclose his name, right? I would say, Mr. D, I want to be extremely clear. I don't want anybody to get hurt on this project. And what I mean by that is in the bottom of your email, you said that you didn't want your friend to get hurt. I don't want your friend to get hurt either, right? You want him to get paid. I totally agree with that. But at the same time, I don't want McKinsey to get hurt either. So we got to look at this thing holistically, not just focusing on your friend. We got to look at this thing holistically and we need to make sure that McKinsey as a team doesn't get hurt, right? And why, why am I saying that? Well, we paid for all of the materials on the project. We actually paid that contractor, you know, $55,000. And all they did was literally run some posts. So like, dude, I, I don't want to get hurt either. So like, I understand you want your saw cutting guy, which is like, you know, if he paid a saw cutting guy, we'd probably be plus or minus pretty close to that $50,000. But like, you're now throwing that saw cutting guy on my lap when like that was your subcontract with him and we paid you $50,000 that you sh were supposed to have taken and paid for the canopy, actually not the canopies, but the turnstiles and you didn't, you did not do that, right? And by you not doing that, you've now put us all in a really bad situation because now you've received $50,000 worth of dollars and money of value and you haven't completed $50,000 worth of value on that project. So now we got a big, big problem, right? We're going to make sure that we all don't get hurt on this project. And that's what I told them. I told them the intention of this call is to make sure we all, nobody gets hurt on this project. And that's including you guys, but it's also including McKinsey, right? And then this crazy thing is, is like, I get a call this morning, right? I get a call from my superintendent. And honestly, like, you know, I, they don't reach out to me in the morning, you know, cause they already know the next steps. And he's like, urgent, urgent. You know, he sends me this text, urgent. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? So I guess the company had some equipment on site and they, I guess they had like a dump trailer, they had a skid steer and they had, you know, some miscellaneous materials. And they're like, hey, this guy wants to get on site and to pick it all up. And I'm like, yeah, I, I hear you, okay. How is this urgent though? And he's like, well, the guy wants to get on site and he wants to pick everything up. I'm like, listen to me. If there was a subcontract that I had and it was canceled, yeah, I'd want to get on site to pick all my stuff up too. But like, he's not going to pick all of his stuff up because first off, we're canceling his badges. And second off, like I said in the very beginning, nobody's getting hurt on this project, right? And that includes us. So the urgency that he has to pick up his stuff we need that same exact urgency to make sure that he pays that core cutting guy and we don't get hurt on this project either because he did he's received $50,000 worth of 
value in dollars, real American dollars, and he hasn't done $50,000 worth of work. So it's basically like he robbed us. And my superintendent, you know, honestly, like I'd rather give my team that 50 grand than then give this knucklehead $50,000 that's done nothing but aggravate us and nothing but waste our time. I mean, my superintendent was like speechless. Like, what's he going to say? He's like, yeah, you know, I'd like to receive some of that $50,000 as a bonus. Like, like I'm out here working long hours and I'm working Saturdays and Sundays to try to get this project back on track. Yeah, I'd love to receive some of that money as a bonus. But yeah, you're right. This guy did rob us. So it's like, you know, it's all over the organization, you know, where we all have to think holistically of this stuff, you know, because like. It's real easy to focus on like, hey, yeah, we have their equipment. Let's, we got to get it back to them. But like, hey, no, no, no. Like we have their equipment and there's a lot of sense of urgency to get their equipment back. But there's no sense of urgency to make sure we're whole on that $50,000 that we paid out to them. So, yes, I want to give them their equipment back and they will get their equipment back. But at the same time, they need to be very diligent about making sure we're not out $50,000 on this project. Because we paid it to them and they haven't provided that that value back to us, right? So yeah, no, it's it's like we just got to keep rocking and rolling with this stuff, and like at the same time we got to keep pushing. And what I mean by that is like the next thing that my superintendent was saying was, uh, I don't want to look bad on the job with like you know having these issues with with badging and stuff. I'm like, Mr. Superintendent, like. The only thing we're being judged on on that job is whether we get the job done or we don't get the job done. And right now we stink. We got stinky draws because we have not been executing. And we can blame it on anybody and everybody. We can blame it on the subcontractor. Oh, they didn't show up and they didn't. But at the end of the day, we stink on the job. That's how we're getting judged right now. We need to focus all of our attention on getting this job done. So like, Right now, even us having this conversation isn't a good use of your time and isn't a good use of my time, right? Because we're wasting energy on someone that's wasted so much of our time already. So what we need to do is we need to tell this guy, listen to me, your badge has been revoked. We're working on getting you back on, on site, but right now we can't waste any more time or energy on this situation until we get the work that you said you were gonna get done, done and completed so that we can clean up our stinky draws and wash them out a little bit so we can start looking good on this project, right? And start looking like who we know we are on this project. And we're gonna get there, we're pushing, I mean, and we got the team to do it, but at the same time, we need to put all of our energy and effort into it and we can't be wasting any more time on a subcontractor that basically said hey sayonara enjoy have fun and um we couldn't perform so that's my first job that i've ever had go to this notice to cure cancellation of a subcontract but i wanted to fill you in on it give you the details so that if you run into a situation like this you know how to handle it and how to keep moving forward and how to look at the picture holistically so you don't feel bad you could feel real bad if you're thinking like, oh, I'm being a bad guy. I'm holding this guy's equipment. I'm holding. They don't feel bad that they're holding my 50 grand. You know, they don't feel bad that they're jamming our job. They don't feel bad that they've blown through two dates that we said we're going to be done in and they haven't been done in. Like they don't feel one iota of bad. So why am I going to feel bad? Why am I going to lose? Them? We're not. We're going to keep pushing forward. And that's what you need to do to continue to build your legacy. Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback.